0: Hey, hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. David, Daniel, Denise, <laughs> Jeremy. Go ahead.
1: Shelby, Sarah, <laughs> Steven, silly. <laughs>
0: Hello, ho, everybody. <laughs> this is Spooky Spouses. My name is Jordan Reed.
1: I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is a podcast where we talk about things that are spooky, such as... Uh,
1: scary creatures.
0: Yes. Also, <laughs> scary creatures.
1: Urban legends.
0: Bigfoot's best friend, William Foot.
1: P- Paul Too Tall.
0: The Loch Ness Monster.
1: That's, you know, that, that's covers, about a, it. that covers about everything. about
0: Things that are paranormal-related, paranormal-adjacent, ghosts, all sorts of things. Uh, If this is your first time listening, hello, welcome aboard. Lindsay and I are married together. We are. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of housekeeping. This episode was supposed to have been recorded inside the Madison Seminary, which is a very haunted building in Madison, Ohio.
1: It was like an old Civil War building and it was a mental institution for a while. It's supposed to be pretty creepy.
0: All, all of the ingredients that create a very haunted building.
1: Turns out, also, another thing creepy about it is that the fire marshal won't let us in until the end of January. So.
0: That's, that's 100% <laughs> true. Uh, we were talking with the owner for a little while, and we were all set to record in there this morning, Saturday morning. They're going through. It's been closed for the last five or six months. And I guess with zoning and stuff like that, certain parts of the building aren't quite Up to code as a lot of buildings uh, that aren't used quite often tend to get. And
1: hopefully, we'll be recording soon.
0: Yeah, we are. So, we are on this schedule for the end of January, and we'll be in there and we'll be recording from the insanely haunted Madison Seminary.
1: Very excited.
0: Yeah, I'm also very excited. Uh, My dad and sister went in there one time and were doing some investigating. Well, not really investigating. They were just walking around, and my sister, I think, was just very scared the whole time. But according to Kelly Reed, my sister, she walked into one room where there were a bunch of desks, and there was a chair that was sitting there, and it was it was a rotating, it was like a swivel chair, and it was swiveling a little bit. Yeah. Which, that's creepy.
1: Yeah, we'll have to find out. I'm excited to go inside. I've never <coughs> been inside there, so I'm excited.
0: I've also never been inside. We've lived in Madison for a very long time. We moved away, you know, after high school, like most people do, and then we came back. Well... We're back on occasion to visit our families, but it's supposed to be haunted, and we're ex- we're excited to get in there and get a chance to record. Yeah. So Adam, if you're listening, the owner, thank you very much. We are stoked.
1: Very stoked. <laughs>
0: stoked. I think we you can also say that you're yoked. No, that's for lifting weights.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so, anyways, it's still our Christmas episode or, or holiday. Yeah. Let's just episode. say
0: holiday. Any holiday. It's our blanket holiday. Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Yom Kippur, Boxing Day, uh, the Solstice, Cthulhu's... Cthulhu time. Journey. Cthulhu's journey. That's fine.
1: Every religion. Every
0: religion, race, whatever. I don't care.
1: You're allowed to listen to Spookies, too.
0: Yeah. A quick side note. We're recording in my parents' bedroom and outside. My dad is shoveling off the deck. So now we get a good view of my dad with a snow shovel. (laughs) Okay.
1: Anyways.
0: Well, each week, Lindsay and I will both bring in a separate topic that we have yet to discuss with the other person. And Lindsay, it's your turn to go first this week. My turn this week? Yes, your turn this week.
1: Nice. Well, I had a lot of stuff planned for the Madison Seminary, but I kind of had to revamp a little bit and I'll save it for the end of the month. Yes. Mine just kind of lighthearted because... Christmas can be family time and, you know, the holidays, like, who gets most excited about the holidays?
0: Ooh, dogs are always excited.
1: <laughs> well, they're so just always say- excited. Oh, so it's not them? Yeah.
0: Well, shucks.
1: Like, when did you get most excited about Christmas Day? Today. No. <laughs> like, what time in your life?
0: <laughs> like, 3 today. 3 p.m. today. <laughs> when uh, you were a kid don't put words in when i was a kid i think <laughs> <laughs> when i was a kid yeah i got stoked i remember it was so
1: exciting fourth
0: grade i got a, I got a vhs uh, a vhs copy of uhf the weird owl movie and I watched it four times before anyone woke up because I opened my stocking and I watched it four <laughs> times over and over and over.
1: You should have got coal for opening your presents before well, everybody no, else. I
0: got, that was, I got my mom's permission to open my stocking before anyone was there. Because <laughs> Linda Reed also likes to do the thing where you all open presents and everyone watches you open gift by gift by gift. Yes. So it can take, it's kind of an event. So stockings were like, this is my time. So yeah. I got to get UHF in the stocking.
1: Very fun. It was
0: very, I love it.
1: Good job, Weird
0: Al. <laughs> I thought you were, were going to say good job, weirdo, to me. <laughs> weirdo.
1: But anyway, so my topic is just a few of some of my favorite spooky things that I ever read on the internet. Like, once in a while, I'll just look it up because I think it's so funny and spooky at the same time. So this is
0: like a Lindsay Marie best of lighthearted spooky <laughs> like, things?
1: I think that's so fun to look up, like, the terrifying things that kids say.
0: Oh, I love this. I stuff. love
1: those. Yeah. like I think they're so funny, and every time I read them, even if I've read them before, I still think they're very funny.
0: I think you're very funny.
1: Oh well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I think you're very funny too. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's sweet.
1: <laughs> so the first, one, so the first one I have, and feel free to email us at spookyspousescast at gmail if you have any more, because I love reading them.
0: Or like, yeah, really good personal. Personal stories that your kids or your siblings or you did when you were Has done
1: a creepy thing. Like, I think those are very funny. Well, anyways, the first one, I've read this one before, and a little boy and a dad are swimming in their swimming pool, and the little boy just grabs the dad by the head and says, Daddy, sleep, as he pushes his head underwater.
0: Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) So the dad was just like, ah, yeah, weird. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Goodbye. Um, the second one I have is a little three-year-old girl. Um, their family just had a newborn baby, and oh. as she was holding the newborn, the only thing she said was, "So I can't throw this in the fire," and oh, that was it. Wow,
0: <laughs> that's something. That's something fun to say. So
1: yeah, like the like it was funny reading the story because mom's just like, "Ah," oh, so we kind of ignored it.
0: <laughs> and now and now it's, you know, 10 years in the future, and that daughter has been arrested for arson.
1: Right. <laughs> it might be. I for, don't know how old that story is.
0: For baby arson.
1: <laughs> the third one I have is, a like guy said, my son awoken. I told my son to go back to sleep. There isn't anything scary under your bed. And his son replied, no, because he's behind you.
0: Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one at all.
1: Like that would terrify me. I would not want.
0: Yeah, that would scare me a lot. Well, because this, this, I almost said the word "harkens back." This harkens back. <laughs> this, this relates to a few episodes ago when you were saying, you know, can kids see spirits?
1: Well, dogs. Or yeah. Do- oh,
0: yeah, dogs. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe kids, but
1: yeah, uh, you never know.
0: Man, I would hate that.
1: I mean, you have big imaginary, like imaginary friends and like stuff when you're a little, so. Mm-hmm. Your imagination is just crazy. It's like, can they really see stuff or like, are they just making this all up?
0: I don't think I like that. It's scary. And if you hear any rattling in the background, my dad has now gotten a very long tool and he's scraping the snow off of the <laughs> roof directly above where we're recording. So in the future, dad, thank you for being proactive and making sure that <laughs> the half inch of snow we've gotten in the past three hours doesn't collapse the roof. <laughs>
1: Nice job, David Reed. Thanks, David. Um, The fourth one I have is my favorite one. I actually never read this one before, and I really like it. I think it's my new favorite. So this lady went over. She was playing with her niece, and they were dancing around in her niece's room. And her niece told her to go dance in the middle of the room. And as soon as I went into the middle of the room, the lady, Yeah. as soon as she went into the middle of the room and started dancing, she turned around and realized her niece had just run into the closet and was watching her through the crack of the door.
0: Ew, that's scary.
1: (laughs) So she's like, not really sure why, but that was creepy that she did that.
0: Also a little embarrassing. Maybe her niece was like, (laughs) maybe her niece stole her cell phone and was snapping her to all of her friends. I don't know. Because if you send a snap, I don't think you can see what snap you've sent.
1: I don't know. Well, I mean, her niece was only three, so I don't think she was snapping.
0: Something that's also scary, I'm always afraid in my day-to-day life I'm getting snapped by someone that I don't know. And I'm, like, becoming some weird internet meme where it's like, look at this weird person. I'm always afraid of that.
1: Well, why though? Because internet memes like become huge, and then you get a bunch of money. Yeah, but like, there's the
0: one. There is the one meme of this like lady who's eating a giant block of cheese, and like, I don't want to be like, you know, well, categorized. just don't
1: eat a block of cheese.
0: Yeah, Let's maybe just that's just save not. that for home. <laughs> that.
1: Yeah. All right. So, do you want to hear number five? Yeah. So a man was tucking his two-year-old son in, and his son said goodbye, Dad. He said, "No, we say good night." And his son replied, I know, but this time it's goodbye.
0: <laughs> Ew.
1: Just kids are weird. Kids
0: are really strange. And we, Lindsay and I battle with this, you know, quite a bit. It's like, well, okay, sometime soon maybe we'll have kids. Maybe we won't. We don't really know yet. But kids are strange. Yeah. Kids are very strange. But they're funny, though. They are very funny.
1: Like, it's it, like it's cute when they're, like, three
0: Yeah. But then,
1: like, they become, like, 13 and this stuff is happening, then that's a problem.
0: Well, it's kind of like there's this line that we've drawn societally of when it's funny to see a kid's butt and when it becomes very upsetting to see a kid's butt. I guess. (laughs) You know, and, like, it's around that age. Like, it's when when it's, like, oh, cute and funny for, like, a kid to say, no, we say goodbye now. Then... (laughs) like some five-year-old or some six-year-old saying no now we say goodbye it's like whoa weirdo yeah i don't think i like my nephew very much
1: (laughs) my nephew is (laughs) freaking me out (laughs) but okay so my last one that i have i mean there's tons of these online if you google like creepy things that kids say if you haven't already it's pretty amusing i mean you can definitely get lost in the web with all that stuff Uh,
0: classic case of getting lost in the web
1: (laughs) getting lost in that spider web Of the internet.
0: Oh, do you think that's what the No Doubt song was about? Is that Gwen Stefani, specifically herself, forecasted the invention or inception of the internet.
1: Yes. A (laughs) hundred percent. Did that
0: song come out before the internet? No. Spider webs?
1: I don't think so. Well, because the internet was around for a while, it just wasn't like as big.
0: Did we call it the web when it was dial-up?
1: I don't know. Listeners? (laughs) If you know.
0: Hey, listeners, specifically you. (laughs)
1: Techie guys?
0: Specifically you. Danius. Did we do that? I don't know. I don't know either.
1: We can look it up later.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to look it up.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so <laughs> we're not
1: going to look it up, so please no. let us know if yeah. you have any thoughts on it. Let us know. Um, So my last one is a my little cousin drew a picture of a black shadow monster. Oh, he looked up at good, me and no, said, he told me to draw this. He's coming for you. You better hide. Oh, and that my was it. And gosh. went on drawing. Oh <laughs>
0: And then his nephew floated away. <laughs>
1: then <he> vanished. <laughs> then
0: his nephew floated out of a window that was open.
1: but that was that was pretty much it. I mean, I didn't want to get into too many of them because I don't want to ruin it for the listeners because if you look them up, they're really fun. yeah,
0: they're they're sort of a treasure trove of these things on the internet. yeah. It's like the uh, Jack Handy deep thoughts. There are so many of them, and they're I all love the deep thoughts. they're all zingers.
1: They are. But yeah, do you
0: have a favorite deep thought by Jack Handy?
1: Oh, there were so many. We've talked about this. before, I know you yours. And I. What's mine? I, you have to say. I I know the premise Is of that it. The bird but... one. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. The what was it? The oh, what was it? The the crows seem to be calling his name. Thought call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: While you're looking up creepy things that kids <clears> say, <throat> look up Jack Handy's deep thoughts because those are very funny. Yeah.
0: Open up a new tab, and if you're a younger oh. listener. And you haven't? You, you don't know about Jack Handy Deep Thoughts? It was it was an SNL thing in the '90s, maybe even the late '80s. This is yeah. funny.
1: This is funny. This is funny stuff. You can get the book too. Yeah, I think if there's you like need four a last books. minute like holiday present for someone. Well,
0: this is coming out on Christmas Day.
1: Jack Handy. Well, some people celebrate after. Oh yeah,
0: you're right. I'm sorry.
1: So yeah, yeah. you're right. This
0: is not just a Christmas episode. This is a it blanket is a holiday, holiday episode. episode. And, well, I
1: mean, since it is our holiday episode, I mean, we have to talk a little bit about Krampus, too.
0: Yeah, well, that, I don't, you've, you're kind of dipping into my topic that oh. I picked. Oh, yeah.
1: okay, well. Only a little bit. Before we get into your topic, do um, Let's do, do the we, giveaway. We want to talk about the giveaway? Yeah. We have a fun giveaway.
0: Wait, let me get some, hold on, let me get some sound effects. <laughs> hold on, don't worry, and it's going to be so worth it. Okay.
1: The Molly Madness Monster Giveaway.
0: Mary Giveaway. The
1: Mary Giveaway. Oh, that's good. Mary. The Monster Mary Giveaway.
0: Sponsored by Molly, our dog.
1: <laughs> yes, she loves it. She gets very excited. Um, so for this giveaway, of course we like when you share or tag us in anything. Feel free to always do that. Yeah, sure. Um, but we want you to either write us on Twitter or Instagram.
0: Yes, uh, on, on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Spooky Underscore Spouses. And what we're looking for is validation as to why you... Okay, so essentially, who is your favorite movie monster? And, and why? Why? Make us believe.
1: Like, why why is that movie monster so much better than any other movie monster and that has know, ever been? Existed. Yeah,
0: we're asking you to really dig deep and explore the space here, crew fam. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, so I like Creature from the Black Lagoon. I I don't really. Well, he's fine. It's you know, it's it's fine. But <laughs> I don't like whatever. Anyways, I like Creature from the Black Lagoon, and not just something like because it's green and scary. But you know, really like dig deep. What makes
1: it so scary? His
0: oeuvre, his his ethos. The like, or maybe it's just the whole mythos around that creature, or. Some weird old movie fact that you know about the thing. Yeah. I don't know.
1: And we'll read them, <clears throat> we'll discuss them, and it will whatever convinces us... Yes. ...that that is the best movie monster.
0: You're getting some very good prizes. You're getting
1: awesome prizes, including original artwork from Jordan and myself.
0: Yes. And that's two separate pieces of art. We yes. We've already... Um, I was going to say Drew... But that doesn't give it justice. We've already sort of uh, expressed ourselves on canvas, (laughs) and we think that you guys are going to like them. And a few other goodies, holiday goodies. There's some
1: good holiday goodies in there. Molly's put a few good holiday goodies in there that she thinks.
0: Yeah, we asked her to get busy on this a few months ago. and Well, that's where
1: she is right now.
0: Yeah, she's at art school. <laughs> she's
1: at art school, figuring it out. She's very excited.
0: She's going to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, which a few <laughs> of our buddies went to, and you know they Good they school. wrote her rec, rec letters, and she's in there now for just just for a weekend holiday drawing course. Yes. But if you're gonna write to us on Twitter, just you know at us spooky underscore spouses, or you can use the spooky spouses hashtag. You you guys understand how to get in touch with people or how to get a hold of people on it, on the internet. So on Twitter. Uh, give us the name of your monster and your reason why or on instagram post a photo of your monster i don't you know if it if if, if that if that doesn't go with your brand quote unquote then just do the twitter thing but yeah but just post a picture of a monster tell us why that monster crushes it non-stop you
1: want to send us an email at spooker spookiespousescast at gmail.com We'll read it. You'll find us.
0: Yep. You'll <laughs> hey you'll find us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Creepy.
0: Cre yes, oh absolutely. Um, but we'll be announcing the winner. I would say probably in the next week or two. Yeah. We'll 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 announce the winner on um one of our shows coming up.
1: Yeah, so please tell us your favorite movie monster and why. Lindsay, what is yours? I was gonna ask you that. Mine? What is yours first? Mine? Yeah. <sighs> you better have a good reason.
0: I do. Okay, so I already know my, my favorite movie monster. And it's... Okay, I'm going to tell you what it is.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: okay, so last week we learned that the actor's name from Jurassic Park was Sam Neill. Yes. We have also talked about a little bit about the movie Event Horizon. Yes. My favorite movie monster is Sam Neill from Event Horizon. Yeah. Now, I know what you're thinking, everyone at home. You're... Gregory's, your Nathan's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> your Sally's, your yeah. Shondo's, Shelby's, your
0: Shelby's. Uh, you guys are thinking that's a person, not a monster. Well, metaphorically, people can be monsters, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. But it's but but the thing is, it's not Sam Neil. It's the monster that possesses Sam Neill. The weird. So, Event Horizon. If you've seen it, or sorry, if you haven't seen it, it's the name of a spaceship that they designed. And it was it was able to bend time. You know, the the quickest place or the the quickest way from point A to point B was a straight line, or so they thought, but they said just bend time and get there instantaneously, almost like teleportation. So this ship that was able to do it did it, but then vanished. And then it came back all of a sudden. Right. And I guess when it vanished, it was sort of
1: It went into like a portal of hell or something. It went
0: to yeah, it went to a different dimension that we sort of perceive as being hell. And then there was all this footage on the ship of the crew there and people who were on the ship who went to quote-unquote hell or just a really bad, bad, bad place.
1: They'll just have to watch the movie. Yeah,
0: they started speaking Latin and like tore their eyeballs out. So Sam Neill was possessed, tore his eyeballs out, started speaking Latin and was essentially running the entire ship from his mind palace.
1: So pretty similar to Jurassic Park then
0: it's almost identical if you watch the two back-to-back jurassic park one and event horizon
1: it's like the prequel
0: oh it's shot for shot the entire (laughs) the entire movie uh so sam neil or the spirit that possesses sam neil is my favorite movie monster Lindsay, nice please tell me what yours is
1: okay mine's a little um i'll say cuter than that oh that's fine (laughs) because i like cute things my favorite movie monster is mogwai From Gremlins. Because although he's not a monster, he kind of is. Because if you feed him or get him wet, he turns into like
0: He squirts out a bunch of monsters from his back like a weird tarantula.
1: The idea of him is kind of, you know, he can really cause some chaos. But
0: he's so apologetic.
1: But he's so cute. He sings that little song. Oh, yeah. He's very cute. He's
0: adorable. I
1: think, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that howie mandel does the voice for mogwai does he really i think he's one of the people i think there's a few people which is really funny to me that a few people had to handle mogwai when all he does is make little peeps and sings a little song
0: doesn't he say mogwai like a pokemon He
1: says mogwai. yeah mogwai.
0: does howie mandel do the voice for the mogwai
1: i think he does
0: yeah he's yeah. the for, for gizmo and Gremlins one and two. Lego. Oh, and also Lego Dimensions.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Gizmo is my favorite movie monster because he's just so innocent and so cute, but he has is. all this power to just destroy he almost ruins Christmas. He that movie does. is filmed during Christmas time.
0: Wow, you really tied these whole two things together. Yeah. Our holiday episode and your movie and monster.
1: Movie monsters.
0: Man, he is a really cute little thing. Our cat, growing up, the name was Gizmo. He lived for like 5,000 years. <laughs> but somehow, in the middle of Gizmo's life, his meow broke. And then he sounded like a little, like dragon. a ghost, like a dragon screaming.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: well,
1: that's scary too. That
0: <laughs> is scary. He's a terrifying cat. <laughs> really nice, but man. Rest what a... in
1: peace, Gizmo. Yeah,
0: rest in peace, our sweet little gray boy, Gizmo. But man, you were kind of terrifying, I guess, a little bit. <laughs> that's okay that's fine
1: we'll take a short little break Mm -hmm. enjoy some tunes
0: enjoy some tunes some music and we'll come
1: back and talk about your topic
0: we'll count you down starting at three but our three will be the name of a holiday beverage number three eggnog number two whiskey number one water but instead of ice cubes snowballs (laughs) festive Ho, 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 how are you doing? Welcome back.
1: Welcome back. (laughs) Was that good? Yeah, sure.
0: Do you want to try one?
1: No, I'm okay.
0: Maybe a small one?
1: Uh, jingle yay. Jingle
0: yay, guys. Okay, (laughs) here we go. Okay, so we all know about Krampus. Yes. Or Krampus. Which uh, we
1: watched a fantastic movie last night. Oh, my gosh. Night. <laughs> You guys,
0: please watch it. I think it's just called, what, a holiday horror movie or something uh, like that? A
1: Christmas horror mo- story or
0: Christmas- something. Christmas – oh, my gosh. So there's four stories that are happening. Maybe – well, I think at least two of them are simultaneous, whatever. It's essentially, without getting into too much stuff, because you'll watch – maybe you'll watch the movie. Maybe you already have. If you haven't, cannot recommend it enough. It's on Netflix.
1: It's
0: <laughs> it's not campy. It's just a it's, very bad movie. <laughs> it's just it's, very bad.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
0: I think their budget was seventy dollars.
1: But it's so bad it's good.
0: Yes, I agree. Just watch it. But not in the same realm as like The Room or Troll Two, you know? No. But just it's just very bad. But Krampus fights Santa, Santa kills Krampus, but it ends up Santa killing Krampus and stuff. It ends up just being this Santa this mall Santa's bad trip and he, end, well, he ended up Well now you're
1: just giving away the ending. Okay,
0: don't <laughs> I was kidding around. Spoiler alert. Joke, joke, joke. It's a holiday <laughs> joke. I made up for you guys. But watch it. It's funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is funny. We watched it with my mom last night, and she even thought it was very comical. Patty liked it. She did like it. My
0: favorite part about the movie is that in Lindsay and I have known each other. We're going behind the scenes. It's a holiday time, and, you know, Lindsay and I are married, so it's okay. Lindsay and I have known each other since 2001, I think. Yeah. So we've known each other for 16 years, and all of that, and all that time, all those years, I've never seen Lindsay get scared like maybe scared like oh no molly has a tick on her or uh oh no i think i burnt some cookies but Lindsay was legitimately scared for a second at this movie it was the best jump scare i've ever seen and if you guys want to picture what Lindsay does when she's scared her fingers go straight out like she's tracing her hands for a turkey you know like in the holiday turkey thing and her feet shake around And this I is got the very movie, scared. This is the movie that did it. This is the movie. Not Event Horizon, not The Exorcist.
1: No, it was just <laughs> it was the Christmas horror story, a B-rated, oh. horrible movie that is so great. And if you get scared too, let us know because it was pretty scary.
0: Uh well. Just I'm, one part. Well, here's, I mean, it wasn't, but yes, it was. <laughs> Okay, so essentially, Krampus. We all know Krampus, the giant uh, holiday monster with the big horns. Who, if you have a an, an evil heart, or if you've been a bad kid, Krampus and the the, the whole spirit of Krampus envelops your heart. and He puts you in He'll a come big steal you. He steals you with like a chain or something, and puts you in a sack and beats you with a stick. This uh, is terrible. It's really terrible, but it's just fun to think <laughs> about.
1: I honestly think that's a better way to scare children. Because speaking of scary things, like yeah. We have a jolly, like, Santa Claus that it's like, oh, if you're bad, you're going to get coal. It's like some kids don't care. And also some They're kids like, deserve whatever.
0: a little bit worse punishment than coal. When I was growing or when, when we were growing up, I could name 55,000 kids who went to Madison High School. We had a graduating class of 75 million. Um, <laughs> I could name a bunch of kids who deserved way worse than coal because they were rude.
1: They are rude, yeah.
0: Not coal. They deserve to get put in... Krampus's pouch and hit with a stick.
1: Yeah, scare your kids. Tell them about Krampus. I know a lot of people, it's a trend right now not to tell your kids about Santa. People, I was reading online, people don't want Santa Claus in their kids' lives because they're like, oh, we're lying to our kids and, you know, we don't want them to grow up like that. But at the same time, it's like every parent's kind of fibbed to their kid a little bit. Yeah,
0: or if you, if how about this? Maybe Santa's played out and maybe it's time for a new Maybe, maybe it's time for a new holiday duo, good cop, bad cop.
1: Well, isn't that kind of what Santa and Krampus are?
0: Uh, Krampus, well, I guess Kramp- Krampus is like anti-Santa, essentially. Yeah. But we, well, we, uh, in the U.S., people typically don't associate with Krampus. It's mostly just Santa Claus. Krampus is a, is, is a like a Germanic or a Nordic sort of thing. Yeah. But here, it's only Santa and it's only Cole. Well, if you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, really. Right. But I mean, if if you're if you're a Christmas celebrating person, uh, family, whatever, maybe it's time for something new. Yeah. So we could come up with a better thing than Santa Claus. I mean, we we could have like uh, Charlie who Charlie comes in and gives you (laughs) and gives you presents if you're a good if you're if you're good. Or there's like Chuck who Chuck comes in if you've been bad. And steal your wallet, or and something.
1: he had too much boozy eggnog.
0: Yeah, so he comes in, he like he and, and he he, he say he uh saves his own game data over your game data on your Xbox oh, or whatever. Oh no! It's like oh my my halo campaign
1: like he doesn't do anything really <clears throat> abusive or really bad he just is annoying it's
0: inconvenient
1: like he wakes you up super early to like take your yeah. bed or like he pulls the covers off of you and you're all cozy and sleepy i
0: need it and i'm tired and then like just like one very small he, part he like
1: coughs in your christmas dinner
0: yeah just a
1: real Chuck.
0: Incon- <laughs> Chuck. just a real inconvenient a man. real
1: Chuck Christmas, a real Real Chuck holiday. Oh,
0: kind of a Chuck day. (laughs) Yeah. So Charlie, he's cool, but there's Chuck.
1: There's Chuck too. So behave because Chuck might come live with you. I'm sure, Uncle Chuck.
0: unky Chucky. (laughs) But I know, like, we we didn't have Xboxes back then, but I can imagine like your Super Nintendo when you're in elementary school. You don't want anyone saving over your
1: Mega Mans or your
0: Mario's.
1: You work hard to get that, and those
0: games are hard.
1: They are. We recently tried to replay all the Mega Mans.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: Man, Mega Man is hard. It's
0: super hard. And you
1: only get like three lives.
0: Yeah, and you have to start everything. Oh, like the and the you have entire... to
1: like start the like entire game over.
0: Uh, and there's a whole series of people you have to fight. Okay, so Stone first Man. first you go to Stone Man, then you go to Blanket Boy. And then...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What was
0: your favorite character?
1: Like real or fake character? Um, <laughs> pants man.
0: Pants man, he's fun. <laughs>
1: Too tight, pant man. I also
0: liked um, leaf lady.
1: Yeah, I think there was like a leaf person though. I think
0: you're right. Yeah, wind. It was like wind, wind uh, warrior. Okay. <laughs>
1: There's like kitty cat pudding man.
0: <laughs> what lens,
1: kitty cat pudding man? <laughs> Anyways, hey, Krampus. speaking of cats, Krampus? yeah.
0: So w- what I'm talking about are different holiday essentially anti Santa's. Yeah. And the first one is a cat.
1: Oh. Yeah. So you're not strictly talking about just Krampus. You're just no, talking about okay.
0: I have a bunch. Okay. So is it's it the Yule Cat? Uh yeah.
1: It is a Yule cat. I know the Yule cat. Tell tell them what the Yule cat is.
0: So the Yule cat is an Icelandic monster. It's said to be huge and vicious and it lurks along the snowy countryside around Christmas in Iceland trying to eat people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas.
1: Yeah, Yule Cat.
0: So, if, but this is so funny. Before Christmas, if you don't get any new clothes, and you're sleeping, and you're like outside in the snow, Yule Cat will eat you. Kind of a shallow creature. But Yule Cat's name in Icelandic, I don't speak Icelandic. <laughs> I don't know the proper phonemes for Icelandic.
1: Sigur if you're listening, and you oh can translate gosh. for us, Cigarras, please.
0: Sigur Ross, if you're listening, will you please just... Will you please just tell us so I can just cry my eyes shut forever? <laughs> Side
1: note, speaking of them, probably my favorite band to listen to when it's snowing. When you're driving That's really and good. it's snowing, yeah, holiday, try it out. It's beautiful. If That's you have a really long good. drive, say like you're like you going to Gammy and Gampy's and it's an hour away, just relax. Listen, listen to, to Sigur his, Ross. Just listen to Sigur Ross.
0: See, you and I hear and perceive Sigur Ross differently. See, Cigarrós yeah. to you, I think it makes you smile, and it's very beautiful. Which it is very beautiful music, and it makes me smile a little bit too. But I just get like almost like this crushing sadness from Cigarrós.
1: So you'll either be really happy going to Gammy and Gampa's, or you're gonna cry your eyes out before you get there. I mean, it's up to you.
0: But but there's but there's something so satisfying about listening to music that's like really emotionally charged, either happy or sad or whatever. Right,
1: it makes it, oh, it makes it wonderful. I
0: do really like that a lot. Okay, well Anyways, that's really great. Okay. But how to pronounce the Yule cat's name in Icelandic is Jóla Katúrin.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say.
0: There's an O with an umlaut. There's an O with a little apostrophe over it. I don't know how to I, he, uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, but the second sentence here, he is not a nice cat. In fact, oh, yeah. in fact, it might eat you. Uh, this character is tied to an Icelandic tradition in which those who finished all their work on time receive new clothes for christmas okay so this is about being punctual and finishing your work oh, i didn't so you don't know have that.
1: to have new clothes you just have to be ready for it
0: well if you finish your work on time you get new clothes yeah but if you don't finish your work on time if you're lazy
1: man i finish my work all the time on time i mostly I never get do. any new clothes I'm,
0: I'm a little bit of a procrastinator sometimes but i always finish my work
1: do you see any new clothes ever
0: no, I do want those new There's some really nice Adidas I really
1: want. I know you showed me. They're cool. Maybe Santa or Krampus or Chuck. We'll bring him. No, for Chuck. You.
0: Chuck would take them away. No, Chuck would like like try them on and like step in something gross outside. <laughs> Sorry, smudge your new Adidas. man if I scoot over, I need the bed. Small fart. <laughs> and then you go to Chuck. sleep. Chuck, A uh, real Chuck move. This was essentially or Yule cat was essentially created to get children to work hard. So they wouldn't be lazy, blah blah blah. There's a poem written about the Yule cat that has a ch- the the suggestion that children that help out around the or children that help the needy will also be rewarded with new clothes. So that's nice.
1: That is nice.
0: I understand helping the less fortunate. I think that's great. Right. Yeah. Oh, and it's also uh, apparently it's no wonder that people from Iceland put in more overtime at work than most other Europeans
1: because they're scared of that Yule cat.
0: Because Yule Cat's going to eat them up because they don't have those nice new threads. If yeah. you're not wearing a brand new Velour Adidas tracksuit, yomp, you're going to get yomped up.
1: Yomped up by his Yule Cat.
0: By the Yule Cat. By the jola I
1: wonder if the Yule Cat likes cigars. Yeah, maybe. And how he feels about it. Is it a sad thing for well, him there's or a, lot or good, a happy of good. There's a lot him? of
0: good metal that comes out of Iceland too. So I bet you the Yule Cat's a little bit more oh, into the metal. He,
1: yeah, he just Icelandic metal oh. while he's just eating people.
0: And look at the, the photos really cool too.
1: Yeah, just looks sweet? like a big
0: um bigger than a human.
1: Big black cat.
0: Bigger than a human, kind of a human humanistic face.
1: Very angry.
0: Yeah, very angry, big claws, big curly tail. Looks like he looks like it works out.
1: Nice.
0: Yule yeah. cat. Yule cat. catarian. Yule Another one is called Frau Perchte. Oh yeah. Frau Perchte.
1: So he's American.
0: Close. No. <laughs> she oh, okay. is German or Austrian. Yeah. Tales told in Germany and Austria sometimes feature a witch named Frau Prechte, who hands out both rewards and punishments during the 12 days of Christmas, December 25th, through the Epiphany on January 6th. You get rewarded and scorned from Frau Prechte.
1: So, what, what do you mean by that?
0: I'll tell ya. She is best known for her gruesome punishment of the sinful. Oh, I read this sentence. When I was doing my research and I was excited about it, and I forgot about it until just this very moment. <laughs> do you want to know what her punishment is? What? If you're a sinful person? Yeah. Take a guess. What well, is Fraud said Kirt it was debt? gruesome. So in the U.S., what do you do if you're on the naughty list? What do you get? Cool. So think of something four million times worse. Poop. No. <laughs> it's not that.
1: Credit card debt
0: oh that sucks as soon as you said (laughs) that as soon as you said that literally my my stomach hurt a little bit uh what do you get you have one more guess
1: eternal nightmares
0: that's bad too yeah you're you're more macabre than you let on i try do you try
1: well ever since that movie scared me last night i feel like i'm just empowered with the spook (laughs) (laughs)
0: empowered with the spook sweet uh, that's a good title for the episode. Okay. All right. And then something about how we, how this episode, because it's the holiday and we're a little more relaxed, we've been going on tangents, but that's cool.
1: Yeah. It's the holiday episode. It's the holidays.
0: Word, hey, who, lay off. <laughs> Dr- Jarness, lay off. That's my friend. Okay. Do you know Jarnas?
1: No, you made him up.
0: Well, I, mean, I did not. We okay. Work, we worked So anyway,
1: so what is, what is the thing? I'm excited to hear.
0: She will rip out your internal organs and replace them with garbage. <laughs> oh. Well, I
1: mean, I guess we have too much garbage in our landfills.
0: Yeah, I don't know how Germany handles their garbage situation. I but wonder if
1: the body decomposes garbage better than, like, throwing well, it in a landfill.
0: I guess it does, because we all eat chicken nuggets.
1: As long as she doesn't throw those bodies in the ocean, because we got too much plastic in the ocean. A
0: lot of plastic in the ocean. It's save sad. the ocean. This is one time where we are where we're being sincere. Yeah. Hey, guys, save the ocean. Moving on. Anyways. Um, but yeah, if, if if you're bad, she'll tear your organs out and put a bunch of garbage in That's there. That's
1: pretty harsh.
0: Uh, yeah, it's bad. The ugly The ugly image of Perkta may show up in Christmas processions in Austria, somewhat like Krampus. Perkta's story is thought to have descended from a legendary alpine goddess of nature who tends to the forest most of the year and deals with humans only during Christmas. Okay. Maybe it's That's Christmas. The worst
1: time to deal with humans. Oh, I know.
0: They're... Uh, everyone's always like, you know, holiday cheer.
1: No, everybody's uh, stressed out. And kind of rude. And rude and mad. People,
0: and pardon my French, people start driving like real buttheads.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of butthead driving. Oh my
0: gosh. Goodness, grimness. It's bad. Uh, in modern celebrations, Percta or a close relation may show up in processions during Fasnacht, the Alpine festival just before Lent. There may be some connection between Frau Percta and the Italian witch, Lebafana, but Lebafana isn't really a monster. She's it's a,
1: a pasta.
0: She's ugly. Oh. oh, she's an ugly but good witch. Oh, I just heard what you said. It's a pasta. She's <laughs> Thank a, you. She's an ugly but good witch who leaves presents. That's kind of. Who cares if she's ugly yeah. <laughs> or not? That's ugly where? on the outside? Man, on that's shallow. Inside. That's shallow, but she's Very nice vain. and she leaves your presents. Thank you, Lebafana. That's fine. <laughs> well, uh,
1: that's nice.
0: Yeah, but uh, Frau Perkta. Mean, mean, mean. If you're mean, mean, mean. She'll put garbage in your belly.
1: Yeah. I don't want that.
0: No, I wouldn't want that either. Mm -mm. Nobody wants that. The next one that I have is, it looks like a funny little man named Snickle. Aw. Isn't he cute?
1: Hi, Snickle. Yeah, he's very cute. I don't know what he's holding, though.
0: He has a very elaborate haircut, pointy mustache, a big beard. His hair looks like a combination of, like, Princess Princess Leia and a big loaf of challah bread. (laughs) <laughs> Gigantic sleeves, a big backpack, big
1: patchwork jacket.
0: Yeah, all the way to his ankles with bells on the end. Bell Snickle. i so you can hear him coming. Well, yeah, I guess so. But oh, and he's holding a whip. <laughs> That's oh. not nice. So. Bell Snickle is a male character from Southwest German lore, another German thing, who traveled to the U.S. and survives in Pennsylvania Dutch customs.
1: Okay. So
0: our neighbor to the east, Pennsylvania. We oh, have oh. a lot. We we have a lot of. Uh, Amish close to Madison, Ohio, who speak Pennsylvania Dutch.
1: Yeah, So maybe do. they
0: believe in Zebel z- Belsnickel. He comes to children sometimes before Christmas wearing tattered old clothing and raggedy fur. Belsnickel carries a switch to frighten children and candy to reward them for good behavior. So, I'ma get ya, but good job for you.
1: So if you're good, you get candy. If you're bad, you get the whip.
0: You get a switch, yeah. In modern visits, the switch is only used for noise. And to warn children they still have time to be good before Christmas.
1: Is that modern because, like, today it's not right to spank your kids ever?
0: Well, I would say that's probably right 100%.
1: Like, it's just for noise, guys. This made-up character, I swear, he's not doing anything wrong. He's just, so, he was held on trial. <laughs>
0: Christmas Eve, everyone's crazy Uncle Larry uh, goes outside and just cracks a whip really loud in the oh, middle of the it night. Oh, and scares you. And they're like, we only have a few hours left to be really nice. So then all the Amish kids have to be really nice. Yeah. All the children get candy if they are polite about it.
1: Oh, so you still, even if you're good, you still have to be polite for getting candy.
0: Yes. Well, that's good. this is cool. I didn't know this. The name Belsnickel is a portmanteau, a combination of the German Belsen, meaning to wallop, and nickel for St. Nicholas.
1: Oh. So,
0: the Santa who hits.
1: So, wait, isn't, speaking of nicknames, isn't Krampus, isn't he the claw? Isn't, isn't it, isn't it? Krampen or something, or Krampen in German means claw.
0: What does Krampus mean? Here is some information about Krampus. Thank you. Uh, half goat, half demon. I
1: thought it translated to claw. I could be wrong, but I sort of heard that a long time ago.
0: I'm sure you're right.
1: I don't know. I'm not Anyways. Sure. I'm
0: not sure. Oh, you can see a video of a bellsnickel vis- uh, visit. Well, that's nice. Oh. There are similar characters to Snickle. Uh Nechtruprecht und Rukla are similar characters from German folklore who dole out beatings to bad children, leaving St. Nicholas to reward the good children with gifts, so it's bad cop, bad cop, good cop
1: yeah, yeah, Germany has like a lot of holiday punishment. characters and punishment
0: yeah, a lot of holiday punishment a little for children more strict
1: on their kids, I think I think
0: a lot of more strict yeah. well, we know that we have a few listeners in Germany, so yeah. some of our German listeners. Holler at us and let us know what's Tell up us your... with either Berschnickel und Neckruprecht und Ruhklaas. Please let us know. Yeah. There's a lot of German things that are they're very rude. <laughs> well, in folklore, I guess. Holiday folklore.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I have another one here. Hans Trapp, another anti-Santa, who hands out punishment to bad children in the Alsace and Lorraine regions of France. I'm sure I pronounced both of those wrong. He visits children before Christmas dressed as a scarecrow. Oh, that's so scary. Oh, so
1: he's a scarecrow and he comes to your house?
0: Oh my gosh. I would hate that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty scary.
0: Scarecrows are scary enough. They scare me more than the birds. You quite literally see birds resting on scarecrow in farms. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. They're not scared of them because, hey, crows are super duper smart.
1: Yeah, they're not going to fall for that scarecrow no, thing. if But scarecrows, if I saw a bunch of scarecrows, that's weird. They would scare me. Yeah.
0: Because I, I would immediately think, which one of those is a real person? Yeah. Ugh. Or which one has a camera in it? Or, oh, bleh, ugh, I don't like that. Or
1: which one is eating my soul?
0: Which one's sucking my soul out slowly <laughs> as I walk past? <laughs> Only if I make eye contact.
1: Oh. Could you no, imagine you. if they put scarecrows in cemeteries? No. Like, what? Like, what a creepy cemetery. Well,
0: yeah, that's just so, sort of... Like an of, old
1: add, cemetery with scarecrows in That's it.
0: putting, like, five haunted cherries on top of a haunted sundae. <laughs>
1: Just not delicious.
0: Would you like another Sunday on top of your sundae?
1: <laughs> Anyways.
0: That's really scary. The legend says that Trapp, Hans or Hans Trap Trapp, was a real man, a rich, greedy, and evil man who worshipped Satan and was excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Well, I would assume so if you were a Satanist. Yeah. Probably see you later.
1: You're probably not allowed in the Catholic Church, that's I'm like, sure.
0: That's like hanging out in a book club and you don't read. Well, I just choose not to read. I'm a kind of a movie person. Well, then get out <laughs> of the book club bozo yeah he was exiled into the forest where he preyed upon children oh disguised as a scarecrow with straw jutting out from his clothing he was about to eat one boy he captured <laughs> he was about to eat one boy when he was struck by lightning and killed a punishment of his own god still oh. he visits young children before christmas dressed as a scarecrow to scare them into good behavior Ew-wee.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
0: I don't like... Scarecrows are... That's the scariest one of the whole list. I think I'm so, sure, too. I'm sure if we were to see Krampus walking around, terrifying. Krampus is
1: pretty scary, too. Well,
0: Krampus is scary. I I, I picture Krampus being this jaw... Like, jaw. Tall and giant. <laughs> Some people call it jaw. Uh, tall, big old satyr guy with goat horns. legs and horns and a bag full of screaming children.
1: Yeah, which is that scary. he is beaten earlier that day.
0: And it's probably just like, man, I can't wait to take a rest and hit well, these kids. Because
1: Krampus takes him down to hell. Does he? Yeah. I thought he just so, swabbed
0: him up and then Okay, took them home.
1: so this is what well, I took him back to their house. This is what I know about Krampus. I don't this is just what I've read. But Krampus is like basically it is like good cop, bad cop with Santa and Krampus. Because Santa is supposed to beckon Like, it's kind of, Santa's kind of a jerk, I think.
0: Because Santa Santa
1: beckons Krampus to go punish these bad kids. And that's when Krampus comes up from hell, beats these kids. From heck. From heck. (laughs) Beats these kids and takes them back to heck. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I like, I... (sighs) I always thought it was a little weird because it's like, well, Santa's supposed to be this humble, jolly man, and like, you're supposed to give people coal, but like, I think he has the pull to be like, "Yo, I'm gonna need Krampus on this one."
0: He'll send Krampus. Like he has he has his Google Maps or whatever open when he's going (laughs) house to house, and he'll go over the houses that are bad and drop pins for Krampus to go to, steal the kids, and hit him with a thing and take him to heck.
1: Yeah, Krampus.
0: That's scary.
1: Yeah, Krampus is scary.
0: I have two more. One of them I can't pronounce the name because I don't speak French, but you took French in high school. But oh, you're yeah. also bad at French.
1: I'm um, well. Some say bad. Others say terrible. Ter- pas terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Would you say you are uh, you are not very bon? Comme or si you are come
1: saw. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, then
0: pronounce this name.
1: Oh boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of letters.
1: Paris. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it translates into the father whipper.
0: It translates into father whipper. His name is Perry Uh, Begins with an evil butcher who craved children to eat. Oh, good. So, both him and his wife lured three boys into their butcher shop where they killed them and chopped them and salted them up. And ate them? So...
1: So they treat them like cured meat?
0: Yeah, like... Is this a true
1: story? Is this a husband and wife or just a one dude? It's
0: a legend. Husband and wife. Oh. So you're not... So there's father
1: whipper and there's mother whipper?
0: Well, I guess... Stop
1: being such a mother whipper.
0: (laughs) Ooh, you're getting mad. I guess like, yeah, like charcuterie.
1: Oh. But you're having
0: charcuta Nathan.
1: Charcuta kid.
0: Is this capicola or Karen Cola?
1: I don't know. Excuse
0: me. Is this Soper Seta or is this Soper Steven?
1: <laughs> That's
0: pretty good, I think. But all of a sudden, Germany was in the was in the the running for the most macabre and sort of evil holiday spirits. France significant
1: lead. All of a sudden. But I like that you know because France has like all that fine dining and cooking and chefs and he always thinks France like has this very like nice style of oh, cooking like Lynn, i'm kind of glad that they have something food related because it's like maybe if you're over in france eating maybe that's a kid and not cured meat
0: would you say that france is maybe très gastronomique i would say so is sure. that real is that real words i don't know gastron gastron, gastron, gastron gastronomy gastronomy
1: Tricuterie?
0: would you say that france is très good at slinging meats? <laughs> I think so.
1: Maybe. At uh, least they're not letting them go to waste, though. So many people are so wasteful with that stuff that, like... Well, oh, with their children? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't eat them in the first place, but, like, at least they're not just, like, beating them and, like, filling them with garbage oh, to lay so, around.
0: So, kind of like, you know, if you have some rebellious teens, okay, well, they're going to go down the wrong path. Chop them up and turn them into charcuterie.
1: It's great for your holiday party. It is. I love a good charcuterie.
0: I love a good charcuterie plate. Uh, Gherkins, really good mustard, maybe some fruit, some cheese, Sopra Steven. Olives. Karen Cola. Olives. Olive, Mm.
1: olive. Because it's a girl named Olive, and she got turned into olives.
0: The last one I have (laughs) is, uh, where is this one from? Another Icelandic one, either Gryla or grila, G-R-Y with a little flippy on top. L-A all Yule lads answer to Grilla, their mother. She predates the Yule lads in Icelandic legend as the Ogress who kidnaps, cooks, and eats children who don't obey their parents. The last two on the list are all about eating kids. Yeah. She only became associated with Christmas in the 17th century when she was assigned to be the mother of the Yule lads. So the Yule lads, Mm -hmm. it's not a holiday Icelandic boy band. Uh, Well, it might be, but I think it's just all the what male associated holiday creatures i guess so so
1: she's the mom to the holiday creatures
0: i guess yeah about the yule cat she's probably the owner of the yule cat the yule
1: family meow
0: meow meow uh according to legend grilla had three different husbands and 72 children
1: well yeah because she eats them but she
0: had the kit oh having to eat them
1: did she have a and
0: I think she just had the kids.
1: Oh, so she just has 72 children and then she eats other people's kids. Yeah,
0: she's not going to eat her own kids.
1: That's selfish.
0: Eh, a little bit. But all of her children cause trouble, ranging from harmless mischief to murder.
1: Oh, no. As
0: if the household wasn't crowded enough, the Yule Cat also lives with Grilla.
1: I knew it. Yeah, it how fun be- is
0: that? This ogress is so much of a troublemaker that the Onion blamed her for the 2010 eruption of the volcano, uh, of a volcano, maybe in Iceland. It's a very difficult name to pronounce. I'm just going to go for it without reading anymore. Ejeffkollajkul.
1: That's the volcano.
0: Read the, okay without without even parsing it out. Just oh, go no. for it. Ready? Just go for it. I'm highlighting the word. I'm making it big on the screen. Just go for it. Go. Boom. The Yeah, perfect. I think we actually got that correct, 100%. Okay. Oh, well, that's it.
1: So the Yule family.
0: The Yule family in Iceland, which I don't think France is at the top of the list anymore. So which country has the creepiest Yule time folklore? I think Iceland. You have a Yule yeah. cat and then a bunch of other Yule lads who, makers of mischief or murder, according to the list, 72 of them. And then you have their mom, their ogress, the lady ogre, Grilla.
1: Grilla. Who
0: just sends out people to do her bidding and then cooks and eats kids.
1: Maybe what that's ab- why Iceland has so many good like metal bands.
0: Yeah, it's just really heavy duty stuff. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's so. Cool. Why doesn't why don't older people get punished by Yule time? I things? don't know, I
1: think they because kids, like, sometimes don't know any better. Yeah, but, like, right? adults...
0: You know better at that point.
1: Like, if the breeze at Starbucks is rude to me, and, and she's a, you know, 40-year-old woman, maybe that's she, rude.
0: Maybe she needs a little gorilla in her I just came life.
1: in for a vanilla latte with some soy milk.
0: And you heard my name was Lindsay, and you wrote the name Idiot on my cup. <laughs> <laughs> idiot lady with glasses. Oh, well, that's not very Aww. nice. That's rude.
1: Yeah. I think that would be fun if there was a barista that just wrote really mean stuff on your cup.
0: That was all superficial. Oh, people
1: would love it. It would be like the new topic. It would be like the new Kardashian. It would be like, oh, you have to go see the disgruntled barista.
0: You have to go see. And yeah, but she would have a very cool, very high art sort of name. Grilla. Mm. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, Grilla. G-R-Y with a flippy (laughs) L-A.
1: Grilla. We can give Grilla a new uh, job. 'Cause she probably doesn't make much money for those seventy two kids. No, that's a lot of kids. Yeah, think about having full time job sending
0: one kid through pre K all the way up until like the end of high school. If you want to go to college, great, maybe go to college, but that's expensive. They're gonna want an iPod nano, they're gonna want a Tony Hawk (laughs) sticker, they're gonna want a Hurley T shirt, they want that stuff.
1: Well, nice B. I think that was a good topic Very Thank you, Lindsay Very holiday
0: And you and you didn't mention that it was a list Because I didn't say it was a list But it was a list
1: <laughs> Well, I kind of had a list, too
0: Yeah, you did Well, yours yours was a collection Yours was like a best-of album Like a really good best-of CD And typically, true fans trio, True Yule Lads Or Yule Lasses Or Yule In-Betweens Doesn't matter People are like, you know Steer clear of the best-ofs No one likes it But your best-of was a good best-of Well, thank you You're welcome. Thank you. So yeah,
1: don't forget to participate in the Mary Mary, Molly Monster. We change up the words all the time, but there's usually a monster in there and we threw a Mary in there. But the giveaway, tell us your favorite movie monster.
0: And why. why. Convince the S out (laughs) of us.
1: Um, Yeah, so either email us at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com or tag us on Instagram or Twitter. Or use the hashtag. Or use the hashtag. Spooky
0: Spouse's hashtag, please.
1: Yeah. Just uh, get in touch with us. Tell us why. We'll read it. And we'll probably after, well, next year, oh the new goodness, year.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We'll
1: read our favorite one. And <clears throat> I'm sure there's going to be some good ones in there. I
0: know there will be. Uh, <laughs> one, if, the, if, if there's any incentive... Uh, well, if the two original pieces of art from Lindsay and I, and maybe one from Molly, we don't know, aren't said enough, there's some other really good ones, one of which may or may not be a very cool old vinyl, maybe.
1: Yeah. We're feeling very giving for the holiday season.
0: We are. Uh, one of the gifts will also be a $100 bill. I'm just joking. <laughs>
1: Sigh. Uh, uh psych. But yeah, we'll just give a shout out to all you listeners. Um, Also, let's give a shout out to our new, I guess, network.
0: Yeah, the Scavengers Scavengers Network. Yes, the Scavengers Network is a brand new podcast network started by our good, good buddy Colin Parker and friends. I don't know for sure exactly all the podcasts that are on the network, but we will know soon we'll be doing ad shares and supporting one another. And we are very, very, very excited, very humbled, very eager to get working uh, with other podcasts and collaborating Words like synergy come to mind. Words like symbiosis come to mind. Words like spreadsheets and data. Words like excite. (laughs) Words like algorithm. I I know that's not it, but I always feel very smart when I say the word algorithm. Um, What else, Lindsay? Oh, thank you very much to Eli Rexford Chambers for for writing writing our our music. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have a title, but it's very good. We love it. You hear it three times throughout the episode. (laughs) What else, Lindsay?
1: I think that's it. Pretty much... Enjoy your holidays. Be safe.
0: We have to go right now drive to the closest Barnes & Noble's, which is about 20 minutes away to get a book, and then we're going to eat dinner, and then we're going to go hang out with some friends.
1: Yeah. That's maybe what we're doing. Have a couple eggnogs.
0: Maybe have a couple eggnogs or some he- festive waters with snowballs inside of them. Mmm, yum. Mmm 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 mm, mmm. <laughs> mm. That's what I say when I get thirsty.
1: Yeah, what? he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that at all. But Thank you for listening, and we are Spooky Spouses. We are
0: Spooky Spouses. One last thing, we will be recording from the Madison Seminary at the end of January, so stick around, stay tuned.
1: We're very excited.
0: Also, if you're feeling giving for the holiday season,
1: please share our
0: show with some people that you like.
1: Yeah, Or people you do. don't
0: like. I don't care. Share it with anybody. You know, we're, we're never going to ask for money on this show. We're, we, we just ask that you guys spread the word. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever. Just share the word.
1: Share the word. That's
0: it. That's all we ask. And we also are going to soon, next week, ask for $5,000 from each of you. But the, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that but bridge. But this is
1: a free show. This is a free show. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. Thank
0: you. Happy holidays. We hope you guys have a great holiday season with your friends, family, and your loved ones, your pets, whatever. Thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you for your support. We're lucky to have you guys. Bye. Goodbye.